Welcome, hello and welcome to Church Talk. Uh, this is a new podcast series that we put in out as City Hope Church, uh, where basically we're talking about church. Nice. <laughs> That's what it is. And uh, so here's the thing. Wherever I go and wherever I talk to all the time, uh, the question that people ask me and all they want to know, they don't care about me, Steves. <laughs> they want to ask about you guys and they want to ask about the team and the dream team. And so... I thought this is a great opportunity. Let's talk to some of the team. Let's talk about some of the cool things happening in the life of our church. Uh, And we think if something's working for us, maybe it can work for someone else. And it's worthwhile just chatting about it. Uh, And part of uh, the burden that we have as a church is just to be a blessing and to be a resource to others around Mm -hmm. us. And so uh, we, we pray that that would be. And so that you'd enjoy the discussion. So with me today uh, for episode number one (laughs) is uh, just the most incredible couple, part of our dream team on our staff at City Hope Church. We've got Lester and Sivu Sinclair. We also got a crew here. Can we welcome Lester and Sivu Sinclair? Let's have a proper applause. Yeah, why not? not? There's a whole bunch of people here. Yes. (laughs) There's a clap. (laughs) And uh, Lester and Sivu's oversee our next-gen department. The whole thing. Uh, We're going to talk about what that means and what that is. Uh, But it's so good to have you. Um, And before we jump into some of the questions, uh, Lest, I wanted to jump in just right off the bat. Let's do uh, it. Because I think this is remarkable. I think that uh, your reward is in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Because you've been on our staff team in youth ministry yeah. for what what year is this? This is year number 10. 10. Wow. There we go. 10 years. Whole <laughs> decade. Yeah. Wow. To be in youth, and that's not just in youth, that's in youth ministry in our church yep. and many years of youth ministry before that. Yeah. Uh, so you do deserve a medal and your reward is in heaven. Come on. Uh, but I just think that's, I think one of the things that um, I value so much uh, in ministry is consistency. And so for me, for both of you, um, Steve has also been involved for many, many years right. in in uh, off the books, and <laughs> off the books, yeah. on the books, <laughs> and uh, uh, for me that's remarkable. And I, I think consistency speaks so much in ministry, um, especially in something like youth ministry, next gen ministry. Yeah. So well done, we absolutely love you guys and what you're doing and and the the, play, uh, the part that you play on our team. Thanks, so. We've got some incredible uh, so food good. here in a front of us <laughs> from <laughs> yes, our friends at Craven. Thank you so much. And uh, so maybe we should do a whole episode about Craven. A hundred percent. About how to cater for the church at large. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. I think there's nobody that can do better, right? Come on. 100%. So maybe in the future that's another. <laughs> that might be a really long <laughs> yeah. podcast. So much yeah. I think it's, uh, what do you call it? Hands-on podcast. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Taste yeah. I'd love to yeah. yeah. taste and talk, make and talk. <laughs> okay. Come taste and, and yeah. see. Ooh. Yeah, that the Lord is good. <laughs> there we <Amen>. go. <laughs> Title. We good. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm in. Amazing. Okay, now we're going to jump into uh, chatting a little bit actually about what you guys do about yeah. next gen ministry and so so we call it next gen ministry. Uh, Steve's. Mm-hmm. The truth of the matter is, uh, our next gen people are not the next generation; they the now generation. Yeah. But next gen is best gen. <laughs> and uh, what do we mean by that? What what do we mean when we talk about our next gen at City Hope? Well, our next gen comprises of all of our kids right up until young adult ministries. So it starts all the way from newborns. Newborn. To newborns. Come on. So as soon as you're born, we welcome <laughs> yeah. you yes. in with a warm embrace. Amen. <laughs> um, yes. Then we go to preschoolers. Okay. From there, it's primary schoolers. That's grade R's up until grade 3's. Mm-hmm. 
preschool, you grade four up to grade seven, youth seven to 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after youth, it's young adults, which is what's the cap? Just mm-hmm. under 30. Yeah. So it's a wide spectrum, a wide range. But yeah. basically all of our ministries that fall yeah. into those age groups, that would make up our next gen ministries at church. So just a few important things that happen in a person's life between birth and just 30. Just a few. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, just a few. A few school yeah. journeys there, yeah. varsity, a few jobs. Correct. You know, nothing major. <laughs> And, and within that space, I mean, that's a massive space. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of responsibility that sure. you guys carry. Uh, what would you say the vision is for Next Gen? Uh, and either of you can jump in at any of these. Yeah, man. Uh, I think the vision for us uh, for Next Gen is similar to the church. Uh, we fall under the line of the church. What and is that? It's to help people mm. find, carry, and bring the hope of Jesus. Come on now. Come on. Come on. And the crowd goes, wow, thank you, production team. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, no, nobody's impressed. No one's impressed. <laughs> Come on. Nailed that. Um, no, but generally it's to help our, our young people. Uh, right. Again, we don't believe that they, one day when they turn 30, then it's mm-hmm. like, okay, now you can accept Jesus. Now you can be baptized. Yeah. Now you can experience the fullness of what God has for your life. But we mm-hmm. believe at the age of, from a preschool age, you can uh, choose to follow Jesus, right. give your life. We've just this last year, we saw some of our preteens getting baptized and publicly declaring faith yeah, in Jesus. Really cool. That so, was such a highlight. Come on, man. Yeah. It was just awesome to see. And the fact that that testimony, we got someone in the church who was older saying, hey, I saw a bunch of young people giving, sure. like making this public stand. Yeah. I want to do the same. So that is our hope, to equip young people mm-hmm. to shine for Jesus and right. bring hope to their friends and family members. Well, so. I mean, the reality yeah. is, yeah. by the time a young person is about 18, so yeah. at the end of matric, mm-hmm. they will have all that they need to yeah. make a decision, is this Jesus guy yeah. for me or not? Yeah. So it's a really huge responsibility to make yeah. sure that we're giving young people just the building blocks that they need to form their yeah. own foundation, yeah. to shape their own understanding so that when they choose mm. Jesus, they really know what they're yeah. doing. Mm. Um, so it's really exciting for us. It isn't just something that we're watching kids on a Sunday or yep. on a Friday. Yep. Yeah. We really want to equip young people at any age because it's the same God. It's not a baby Jesus or a baby sure. Holy that's Spirit. Good. Yeah, that's it's right. the same God, same Holy Spirit. So we'd like to give all kids, mm. all preteens, all youth and young people um, the same exposure to a God that loves them and gave his very best for them. Totally, yeah. I mean, I just think that's one of the most remarkable things. And I always used to uh, hear pastors joke about it. Yeah. It's like, whatever age your kids are as the pastor yeah. is the one age group that you pay the most attention to in the church. <laughs> yeah. And and it turns out that that's actually quite true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but um, this year, actually, it was Easter time, and it was such an important moment for our church. Uh, but it was for us personally as a family as well because we had our own personal family story within this moment where uh, just a bunch of your preteens over the Easter weekend responded yeah. to the gospel and yeah. chose Jesus. Um, and that led to a bunch of them getting baptized in yeah. church on Sunday. And yeah. For me, man, if I look back on, on this year, not just because we have our own story within our family, within all yeah. of that, um, and our kids are, are with you guys in, in preteens now. Yeah. Um, but it's just so incredible um, that we're not just leaving our kids to be looked after for an hour or two. That's right. yeah. In actual fact, we know they're having the best time of their lives, but at the same time, we know that God's impacting them in that yeah. space That's just cool. through what, what you guys have been so intentional yeah. about. So so well done for that. It's an incredible vision uh, for, for the department. Um, why would you say, <clears throat> besides what we've just said, <laughs> <laughs> Next-gen ministry is so important for a, you know, for a church to be healthy and a church to feel like it's thriving and growing and we've seen fruit. Mm-hmm. Why would you say the next-gen ministry is important or any of it from, from birth until young adults? Or why don't we just do a certain age group? 
Um, so yeah, one of the things that we, um, and this is some research that was uh, based on this, but we've noticed that uh, when young people find a church that they call home, actually that's when parents decide this is the church mm. or the place that I'm going to call home. So if we have, or putting our best foot forward in next gen, we're actually not just getting young people into church, but we're actually getting parents into church, yep. which fulfills the Great Commission. We want to see God and make disciples of all nations. And what I find so interesting, and someone highlighted this the other day, like if you read the Bible, you actually don't see youth pastor or like kids pastor. You just see pastors mm. or people taking care of uh, God's people. So our heart is we want to see God's people be equipped and discipled. Mm -hmm. And just on that, we uh, another study was done that said young people need to see the gospel, hear the gospel presented six times before they make a decision to follow God. Wow. So if we want to see young people's lives or eternities changed, mm. we want to be doing that every mm. time we meet together. Yeah, presenting, take every opportunity. Come on, yeah. presenting who yeah. Jesus is, presenting why you need to choose to follow him. So mm -hmm. I think it's important because it feeds into the family of or family unit of church, but actually mm -hmm. feeds into church because mm -hmm. fam or families are being drawn because young kids find a space. Right. Yeah. They're having fun and are building community, which That's is right. epic. Another mm. thing too is um, I believe that God is after all of our hearts and sure. not just maybe a mom and dad's heart. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw that on display with the baptisms because we kind of spoke about that to say, if anybody's interested, Lisa did a really great job about explaining what it was. So it wasn't really like a blind decision. But mm. when we got the response, we realized that God has been at work in these young people's lives. Yeah. Mm. For a really long time. Yeah. And he was drawing mm. them to himself. <laughs> um, so we don't so want... Good. A faith where um, kids feel like, oh, I'm just part of the gig because my mom and dad are here. Yeah. We want a space and a church where everybody that's part of the church feels like this is where, this is a place I can call home, yeah. yep. but also Jesus is personal to me. Mm. And so that's why we feel like Next Gen Ministries and what we do there is really, really important because mm. God is pursuing all of our hearts, not just mom and dad's heart. And then we just get in by proxy. What yeah. was that saying? Mm. Just, <laughs> Come just on. this is lame. But no, just because you're not. born in McDonald's, it doesn't make you a McFlurry. Okay, it's I know. not it's lame. lame. It's phenomenal. Or, or a Big Mac. <laughs> or a Big Mac, yeah. Depends what your order is right yeah. okay. but that's exactly it <laughs> just because you're born into yeah. yeah you know a family where yeah. this is what we believe in it doesn't mean that you've taken the decision for yourself yeah. and so each person needs to have the gospel presented so that they can decide for mm. themselves that's why it's really important mm. I, I just love that i love how <clears throat> it's the type of department that affects everything right. and so that's what we that, that's what you're saying over here it's it contribute not only contribute it's, it's essential to the overall health yeah. and flourishing of the local church um i can really think of nothing sadder than a church just literally dying out because right. there is no influx yeah. of of next gen yeah. um and so for churches pastors leaders yeah. looking in what are some of the what you guys have learned over your time key components you would say to really building up a good solid next gen ministry to ensure that there is this, that that it is happening, that it is building through yeah. from babies into toddlers and, and all the way up, um, and then ultimately building up the church. Mm -hmm. From your guys' learnings. Yes. Yeah. Our dream is, or what we're working towards, um, is to be able to build a ministry or to build spaces that meets people's needs even before they realize they have that need. So if you're looking at each ministry at each stage, everybody has a different need, right? If you look at mm. babies, even before you are age three, there are yeah. so many developmental things and so yeah. many needs. And so we want to be able to create a space where 
parents with their kids, no matter what age, can feel like they fit somewhere and that they have a program or not a program, but they have a space mm-hmm. that's tailored for them, understanding where sure. they're at and what their next step is. So I think one of the really, really key important components is to have a tailor-made program or space where a child can fit in, mm-hmm. but not just fit in and stay stagnant there, but fit in and there's a clear plan for how they move into the next step. Okay. One of my favorite things that are currently happening in our preteens ministry is, well, actually it used to happen in only our uh, preteens ministry, but actually now we're starting a little bit earlier, is to introduce kids to reading the Bible. We right. found that even at mm-hmm. a preteen age, so around like grade five, six, and seven, that was something that was still relatively new to these kids. Mm. Um, and we know that it, it isn't unique to yeah. preteens, even when you go further up into youth age mm-hmm. or even at young adult mm-hmm. age, that is just something that not many people know how to do. Mm. Not to throw shade or you know to put shame yeah. on anyone, but how cool is it to be able at grade one, two, three level to be able to know how to turn to God's word and yeah. know how to read it and study yeah. it properly. So yeah. one of the things that we love doing even at the beginning of the year when they freshly knew in our primary school space is just to show them step by step Mm. week by week this is how you read god's word Mm. and so i think an intentional plan of this is where people are coming in but this is where we want them to be is a key component otherwise you're walking around in circles not really making headways and not growing kingdom disciples yeah man if i could jump on what Sue's is saying Mm. because i think you said something really cool with um unpacking the bible it's just you know there's many programs is many like hey here's a plan and you can just kind of copy paste and mm. do it but i think what is really cool is making sure that a young people from preschool all the way to young adults it, like they're getting equipped in the bible like you said we are living in a biblical illiterate generation like young people just don't know how to read the bible unfortunately mm. we have a, a cool story but like sad at the same time but a young girl that was reading her bible on her phone and the one day we were like, hey, turn to Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. She was like, what do you mean, Matthew? Like, isn't it just one cohesive book? I'm like, firstly, that's really cool. Yeah. It is one book. <laughs> yeah. But she never realized that it was a collection of 66 books. Mm-hmm. So it's um, can somewhat, if you're a leader in the room, can somewhat seem tedious. But every week we say the Bible is one book, a collection of um, 66 books divided into two parts, yeah. 39, 27, different <laughs> yeah. authors, one writer that oh inspired by God, mm. so just like helping equip them, uh, it was slow and fun in the beginning. It's still quite fun watching a young kids be like page through the Bible. Um, I can't find chapter, but I do find the picture of David and Goliath fighting, and it's like great. We'll yeah. we'll get there, but somewhere there. Uh, it's somewhere there. Uh, <laughs> but just getting into God's word together because that's actually like we mentioned earlier. We're not trying to entertain young people. We're trying to give them yeah. Jesus. We're trying to equip them in God's word. So mm. if we're not getting into God's word, then we do slightly default into a space of babysitting. Sure, yeah. But with God's word, that separates us from all the other things. Yes. Right, another thing into that is if we're trying to raise um, Christ followers and disciples mm. that can stay on their stand on their own, yeah. it's really important that it isn't just a spoon-feeding session, mm. but rather that we are equipping young people on how to do it themselves. Yeah. That yeah. could be in the form of, Bible read content that maybe we do once a term. This is a book of the Bible we're going to be studying together. Here's yours. This is mine. Mm. We share thoughts on what we learned in that. Mm. That could be in the form of, I mean, there's many different things. We have 
um, prayer meetings or we have dream team where we inspire young people to be the leaders that they wish that they had in their schools, right? Sure. Because mm. the point is we mm. all are part of different circles, yeah. Yeah. different families, friendship circles, and God has put us there intentionally. Mm. So how do we make sure that young people, wherever they find themselves, yeah. feel confident mm -hmm. to present the gospel because it's something that they believe truly in their hearts. But other than that, another major component is fun. Yeah, All let's right. go. Let's be honest. Yeah. Not everybody grew up in a fun church environment that was tailored for young people. Yep. Um, sure. Some, if not most of us, grew up in a space where you had to go. And there's, you know, there's value in that. Mm -hmm. I certainly grew up in a home like that. It doesn't matter what you do Saturday night. We <laughs> are at church coming. on Sunday, yep. right? So I yep. think there is space for that, consistency, and just being intentional with your mm -hmm. family. But um, I think it's also really cool to have a space that you look forward to yeah. coming to on Sunday. Because the truth is... Um, our faith is an awesome one. We love Jesus, but it is a high cost. Mm. Um, and I think that sometimes that can deter young people. So many people are like, oh, I'll get there. You know, once I've built my career and you know I've done all my fun things, then I'll consider this Jesus guy, not knowing that they're missing out on so sure. much life as a young person. Mm -hmm. So it's important that our youth and kids and baby spaces are fun mm -hmm. so that it removes the barriers and the misconceptions mm. about Jesus yeah. so they can have a full life now. Mm. Literally, mm. why wait mm. until your life is half over? You can enjoy the fullness of life right now. Sure. Yeah, 100%. You often use the phrase, church is there to be. Yeah. Enjoyed. 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 Yeah. So true, hey? Yeah. And I think it's so easy to get into a space which is like we're going from the next thing to the next. But like you said, like yeah. just having fun. Church is a vibe. Yeah. Like the most honoring way. Like I think church is like a really cool space to be. So yeah. Yeah. Let's just be fun. Let's <laughs> <Have fun. laughs> just be fun. Be lekker. Be lekker. Yeah. <laughs> and within that, um, <clears throat> you know, we, we're pretty blessed, I think, with some great spaces yeah. um, that we get to use for our, our various things. Um, we've got great kids spaces and, and, and next gen spaces. Right. Um, but I mean, how much does that kind of play a part? Everybody has obviously got their own spaces yeah um but what's some of the the important things about the space i mean first of all that it actually smells all right for the yeah <laughs> when that mom's bringing that young toddler in and she it's walks okay. into there you know what 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 do you guys concentrate on when you're developing the spaces for the different ages and so on i'd say environments are so underplayed but they are vital yes a space it almost sets the tone, mm. right? We want to create spaces that are welcoming, that people feel safe in, yeah. that they feel warm, comfortable in. Mm -hmm. um, as a new mom myself, safety and comfort is it's sure. essential, right? Safety I, and comfort. Safety yeah. and That's comfort. so true. Yeah. I want to make sure that if I'm leaving my child in the care of somebody else, uh, those people need to be trustworthy. Yeah. That space cannot be hazardous. Yes. <laughs> you know, I need to be able to know I'm leaving my child here and in an yeah. hour I'm coming back and my child will still be here. Yeah. But not only from a practical sense. Um, I'm sure we've all been to, I don't know, a restaurant or a space where it hasn't, it hasn't, been, it hasn't been great. <laughs> you just feel like you can't relax. Mm, you feel yeah. like you're not at home. If a church is a home and we want people to feel at home at mm. church, environment is everything. Yeah. Not only that, but you can have mis- conceptions about a space or even yeah. about what that space represents mm. if your building is falling apart and i'm new to the space what am i supposed to think about this jesus right. that you're telling me is amazing and right. yet your space is reflective of another mm. message environments Absolutely. is everything so the way that it sp smells is important something even down to the detail of the color on the walls we know that yeah. certain colors and the psychology of colors yeah. it brings out certain things in people if we want 
toddlers to be calm. And believe yeah. me, <laughs> you do. You want them to be chill. Yeah. What's, what's that? What's the best color for that? Oh my word! <laughs> don't I think do it's green money. <laughs> red. Don't do red because you feel don't hungry. Do red. Oh my gosh! Don't do red and yellow. Don't yeah. do that. McDonald's. <laughs> but also, there if someone out there has red and yellow. You're welcome here. We love yeah. you. There's nothing wrong nothing with your wrong. space. Hungry for Jesus. <laughs> maybe, maybe those kids are just very hyper on yeah. a Sunday. And yeah. Maybe that's a You're wondering yeah. what. Yeah. Um, but, you know, even down to that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, the mm. colors on the wall is so important yeah. because then sure. they are already hyper. Have them in a calm space because when they're calm, they listen. When they listen, they can understand. They can okay. retain. So okay. everything has a knock-on effect. It's sure. not just about choosing the perfect pastel because you like being in the space. Yes. But we need to remember the end goal. The end goal is to present Jesus. So anything that stands in the way, that could be cables, rubbish, nappies from last week, those things oh. are barriers from people listening. By the way, there are no nappies from last week. But it's important. I, th- I think something else that you um, guys have been quite intentional about that I've enjoyed is for um, a new person coming in. It's one of the um, blessings that we've had over the past year or two. It's quite a high influx of new people into the space mm. um, from the sort of community that we're in. And that's been a huge blessing. Right. Um, but we can sometimes so easily forget that what's familiar to us yeah. is very intimidated and unfamiliar to a new person coming in. Um, and so I think you guys have put that intention into how do we just make it easy yeah. that when that person comes in, they actually, with a kid especially, because yeah. mm-hmm. isn't that the biggest thing? I mean, I, I think a, a parent is more concerned about their kid than yeah, about them. They'll yeah. figure themselves yeah. out. Yeah. But where do you go and what do you do there? And you can't really, you can't really use your in-house language. You can't yeah. really say this is um, Noah's Ark class yeah. because right. nobody knows what that means. Yeah. Um, but if this is just grade one, two, three, yeah. and this is whatever. Um, I think that type of thing has been so, so important for us as well. Just like take that stress off the parent yeah. on, the, on the front end. That's yeah, and that's one mm. of the things we different. So at our church, we have a registration uh, counter where all new kids and existing kids come just to get registered. So we know who's in the building because yeah. like Steve mentioned, there's nothing worse than coming like, where's my child? So <laughs> registration helps us keep count of where people are. But even that registration for any new families that are coming, uh, we can gen- so easily be like, everything's out there. You should just, the classroom's over there, like you said. Mm. Uh, but what we definitely try to do all the time is take a new family with mom and dad, with the young kid, and actually walk parents to yes. the space. Show them where it is. Uh, walk young kids uh, through. This is the gaming room. This is the craft room. Just so mm. they are comfortable. Explain to mom and dad where they can find Great. kids afterwards. Actually walk them through like... This is the order of what we're going to do in right. our program. We're not trying to be mm. secretive in any way. Like, oh, no, you'll find out in the car. No, we'll mm. walk mom and dad through what's going to happen. And mm. afterwards, just reassure parents again, like as we're walking them, because uh, we allow only leaders and kids to be in the kids space. Yeah. As we walk them up, they'll be okay. But if not, we'll let you know and you can come through and fetch them. Right. But just I think that like putting parents at ease mm. and then walking the kid through and allowing the students to see, oh, this is where everything is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I find so amazing is as we're still walking parents through it, kids have run off and they're like playing with whatever <laughs> or making a friend already. And parents are like still like walking back slowly like, are you sure they're okay? No, can you, you can see they, mm-hmm. they're having a great time. They'll be okay. But just, mm-hmm. yeah, very important for us, new people getting a walkthrough and explained what everything yep. is mm-hmm. and where everything is really yep. does help. But even at a youth level, right? So we're speaking a lot about yeah. babies right, and yes. kids, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is cool because that's part <laughs> of it as well. Yeah. But even at the youth level, you know, trying 
our best to stay <laughs> on the pulse with yeah. what music are we listening to? You know, what is the look and feel? Yeah. Thankfully, we have an amazing um, team of young people that help us on week to week. And they really help us stay in check with like, that's lame. <laughs> this is cool, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's important because if I come into a space and it just doesn't speak to me, chances are I'm not coming back. Sure. Yeah. And already at a youth level, we see that we'll have maybe a young person, if, if a young person is invited by a friend, we've seen that we'll likely see that person again, maybe two, maybe three times. Um, so it's important that, you know, impressions are important. Mm. Yeah. I know that that's not what it's all about, but initially that really is the thing that makes a person, a young person, especially decide, am I checking in yes. or am I just waiting until we can leave and we can actually go yeah. to the movies later? Yeah. Um, so environments are so important because it sets the tone. And it allows people to know this is what mm. we do in this space. Right. And so when people know what to do and what to expect, yeah. Yeah. they're at ease and they're more receptive. Yeah. Brilliant. And speaking into some of uh, the leadership team that you've got around you, um, guys have got a remarkable team around you, That's true. Um, which is so important because uh, we can only do so much ourselves yeah. and we're always better, better for it with a team. Um, Tell us a little bit about your guys' team, and you've got some uh, internal with you on staff, and then you've got a large group of volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, speaking of leadership, right. um, you guys are brilliant at this. You've got um, a great leadership team around you, yeah. uh, and we can do so much more with team yeah. than we can alone, right? That's so true. Yeah. Um, and so chat to us about your team. You've got yeah. some internal on staff and then you've got a great group of volunteer team uh, as well. Yeah. How have you structured that and what is it that you do to build into them as leadership, develop leadership all sure. the time? Suze, do you want to speak into internal and I'll speak about developing? Yeah, sure. So our current, in, in, current internal team yeah. is made up of three young people. Um, Caitlin, Brandon, and Daniel. Yeah. Shout out. Come Shout on. More out. of our dream team. Yeah. Hands and feet of the next gen department. Those yes. guys are phenomenal on the pulse, all in, give of themselves week in, week out. Mm, yeah. um, and it's just such an important component because I really love what you just mentioned that we go further when we're together. Yeah. There's only so much that we could do just the two of us. But because we have these three young people that are so passionate, we've mm. just seen that we've been able to do exponentially more sure. um, and reach so many of our dreams and goals. Um, and so um, they're great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some of the ways that we have tried to build into them, one of my favorite ways, in fact, mm -hmm. well, listen, I realized halfway through the year that our team is extremely relational. Yeah. I would say listen, mm -hmm. I are relational secondary, yeah. but we are very task oriented people. All right. Um, some more than others. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to say who. No, no, yeah. we're not throwing we're gonna out names. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get ugly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, lesson I really can, or we found that we can just get in heads down and not really check in, which obviously has you know its own downside. Yeah. Um, but what I'm thankful for to the Lord through our internal team is that they've really brought in a, like a personable side to us, and mm. so they're a lot more relational and they thrive a lot more with relational input. And so one of my favorite things that we've implemented this year, which has been a lot easier for Lester than it has for me, <laughs> but okay. we try to start meetings, especially big, long meetings, yeah. or just moments that we know we have a lot going on, just to say, how are you coming in today? Wow. It's very simple. Um, mm. It's one question, mm. but it has the potential to really allow a person to be honest about where they're at. Mm. I think that one of the problems that I've noticed is that sometimes you can get into doing mode that you forget to be mm. a person mm. 
um, or to even be in God's presence um, or to even be a support to one another. Yeah, Sometimes sure. it really is just task, 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 especially yeah. coming from me, I will say. <laughs> and so I really love that w- they've brought that side out of us to just say, let's check in as people because outside of these walls, outside of these programs, there's a lot going on. So it's not just about what words can I put on a page that Mm. I'm presenting on Sunday, but I think that they've really brought out ministry amongst each other, checking in on each other, praying for one another. Mm. Um, Everybody's got a lot of things going on. um, Mm. And so if we're able to be a support for them, it's so beneficial because then we see how they're even more invested because you're not just after me yeah. for what I can do, yeah. but you're after me and my heart. And I yeah. just think that's such an example of how the Lord pursues us as well. Mm. It's not just about do, 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 yeah. but he cares for us. So Very good. as much as they, you know, we're able to do so much more, they've taught me so much about being a compassionate leader. And mm. I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, and I just want to add on to that. We do that with our wider team as well. Um, Just because we've realized that you might have just heard some really bad news before serving or stuck in traffic. So the way you're going (laughs) to process this meeting or process what you're going to do next, you might just need a few seconds to just cool down or Mm. just talk to someone or pray with someone or just actually just cry because it's been a rough day. So we've realized that when we do a check-in, how are you coming in today with our team? kind of just settles us all. Yeah. We know we can have a little bit more grace because maybe you might That's be a true. little bit angry and yeah. now you're just a little bit heightened so we can have a little bit of grace for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it comes to our wider team, we've got a, a phenomenal team. We know that uh, the church is not built on one person's gift but the sacrifice of many. So That's right. uh, many hands make Especially light. Especially at 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, on many, yeah I know. Many <laughs> hands. Many hands. <laughs> many hands uh, make light work. So one of the things we've understood is... Um, when the call to serve or when we want people to serve, um, it's always interesting because we need their hands. Mm. Uh, but oftentimes people serve because they want something that they need to be fulfilled okay. inside of them. Like, I want to develop in this. or I. So what we try to do is deal with the fault need of why people are serving mm. or choosing to serve in the leadership capacity. So we try to do leadership equipping moments like, hey, this is not just a moment to equip you for mm. serving at, uh, next gen in any capacity but hey how can you implement this in work right. how can you implement this in life because we want you to help us mm. or serve us in serving us you're serving god but what skills do you want to be developed and then at the same time we realize sometimes people serve because they just want to be in community right. and relationship yeah. uh, so how can we be more intentional of building that community so one of the things we do specifically with our youth team is uh once a month it's usually around uh, month end when finances are a little bit tight. <laughs> we were just um, waiting for that yeah, SMS. Yeah, when thing, we were waiting for that SMS. Um, we do a thing called Family Friday. And that's after youth, all our leaders stay behind and we have dinner together. Um, mm. A little bit of it was inspired just from like chefs and how they have, it's called mm. family, family, what's it called? I don't know what it's called. Family meal. Family meal. So we just realized, and we see it in scripture, and as we're doing right now, uh, yes. food connects people. So we yeah. just get a chance to connect. A lot of it is pouring so out. Uh, but then we also play board games together because um, it's always great to see people's personalities when we play. And they come game. out. They come so out. So you want to build family and then you want to break, and it, break down. it down. And then when the everyone leaves, you're like, don't forget. <laughs> yes. It's about Jesus. <laughs> it's not about you. Just, you know. Uh, and one of the things we also do that is really helpful. Again, we can so easily get into task when it comes to it's what so we're easy, doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do. So we don't call it terms just because. Mm. Season just felt a little better because we all watch series, season yep. one, season two, season three. Uh, so we have four seasons in a year. Mm-hmm. And within each season, 
we do a mid-week, mid-season check-in. Okay. So that's where we actually, we'll do it in multiple ways because mm. we know our leaders are busy. Sometimes that will be a Google form just right. to hear any thoughts or comments they might have because sure. uh, we believe the best ideas in the room. And sometimes we can be like, this works. And when our leaders are implementing it or they're dealing with students, like, no, this is really bad. Mm. Right. So, and what we used to do is we used to do it at the end of the year, but then it's like, oh, no, we can't change anything. So once uh, okay. we do some check-ins, yeah. uh, so that there's one where it's a little bit more formal and then just, hey, see, between myself and Sivu, she'll take all the girls, I'll take all the guys, mm-hmm. and we do a coffee or a group of guys, and we just hang out and check in to see how are you doing spiritually, how mm-hmm. are you feeling about the season of serving, and how's your group of people that you're, like, if it's the preteens, preschoolers, or youth, or within young adults, mm-hmm. how are you finding the people and any things we should be aware of? Because mm-hmm. that information also then shapes series and things and, like, conferences themes or sure let's do a stay awake we're still <laughs> that one's been mentioned too many times we're gonna get there one day, one day. never i'm joking <laughs> stay awakes are great for the internal team if you're watching guys right. i think you guys yeah, should right. totally do it's not over the age of 30 it's just impossible yeah yeah not right. ever, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man i just missed it i, I, I just would love asleep. to see you oh. i'm so tired um so yeah, that's some of the things we do uh, with our leaders, just to check mm-hmm. in on them, mm-hmm. how they're doing, and what we do, however, require of our leaders, because oh, yes. we've realized that if we don't set the bar high, then people will kind of come in, leave, mm-hmm. and honestly, in most of our spaces, we are very heightened to the fact that we have families and young people that are coming from broken homes. Mm. So when we have leaders and we effectively inserting another grown up into our young people's lives, we do ask anyone that serves in our next gen space to commit for a year because we see so many people come or they just experience so many people coming in, leaving, coming in, leaving. So Mm. we do get our leaders to say, I'm committing for 2023 and from the beginning of the year till the end. And we do understand life happens, job opportunities, uh, other things just happen, uh, but we do ask that. And we make them sign. I know maybe not everyone's cup of tea, but we do mm. uh, sign a contract together. Uh, they sign, we sign to say... Or at we, least an agreement. An agreement, yeah. <laughs> not an official contract. There's no blood exchange. Okay. There's no banking details. Not binding. Not binding anyway. By law. Not law, yeah. <laughs> just an, a great piece of paper. But the idea and the heart behind it is this is the standard of what it means to be a leader and we're going to hold you accountable to this. But at mm. the same time, we're signing it because we want you to hold us right. equally accountable to what we're saying in this document. So we're not going to ask you to do anything. We won't do. Uh, but as much as we can, again, my role and Siva's role is just to love on our leaders, care for them, but at the same time, mm. if they're out of line, not out of line, but they don't do something, we're like, hey guys, remember the document, we agreed, and again, vision, all of this is to help young people, young adults, find, carry, and bring the hope of Jesus, so we're not just doing this for vibes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. We're here because we believe it's we want to make an impact in people's lives, so as much as we can, and that's what our role is, just reminding people again, lovingly mm. reminding them, and just <laughs> one last thing, I know I'm going on very long, but good. I think it's a great tool, is in the frustration, because I'm speaking really well, like everyone's there all the time. But we've also understood in the frustration of like, this person said they were going to be here. Why aren't they here? It's so easy to send that WhatsApp. Where were you? Yeah. Mm. Not realizing that maybe potentially, again, that person might have lost their grandfather or maybe just heard some terrible news. So even in yeah. our communication, we're always like, hey, we missed you today. How are you doing before we get to what didn't happen? Just right. And right. so many times we found that it's, not because people didn't want to be there, but actually they have lost a grandparent or mm. work just got really hot and they didn't look up. So yeah. we try to be mm-hmm. as gracious, but not compromise on the standard of 
yeah. what we want to do because we believe it's important and we're yeah. not yeah. babysitting. It's a great tip. Um, yeah. It's what you were saying earlier that everyone that we're involved with and lead in yeah. has a whole life of their own yeah. beyond that, that yeah. and beyond us and beyond this ministry yeah. um, that we need to uh, show that our love and our care goes beyond what they can do for us, but for who they, who are. they are. Yeah. Mm. I think it's, a, it's an interesting, um, <clears throat> I'm so glad that you mentioned it because it really is a fine like tension to hold. On the one end, you really do want to uphold a standard of excellence because at the end of the day, everything we do is worshipful. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it's, an, it's a response you know, it's a worshipful response. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we're offering God our very best mm. and not just giving what's left over. Yeah. So we hold that in yeah. really, really high regard and esteem. But on the other hand, we are also dealing with people, people that have things going on, yeah. um, people that are trying to give their best. Mm. And so we are trying our best to create spaces and environments where people can feel at home, yeah. they can feel valued. They can feel, if I'm not here, it makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been a major message that we've been trying to communicate to our team. Like, yeah. you bring something, you add yeah. something, even just by being here. Yeah. Um, it adds something to the room. Um, one thing about the seasons that I'd yeah. like to flesh out Go is we we chose to break up the year into four seasons. Because I don't know about you, but if... If it's the 7th of January and I'm thinking about what we're doing on the 10th of October, I'm already overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. But we're right. breaking it up into four parts. We're able to just focus on the 10 weeks in front of us. And mm. that way a person's able to say, you know what? Maybe committing to week 51 and I'm only in week two seems yeah. like a lot. Mm. But I can see week eight from yeah. now and yeah. I can plan accordingly and get excited for that. It also helps us and our internal team plan accordingly in sections. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we do have a, a year plan in advance, but things change in yeah. between. And so it helps us to be able to know in this season, we want to make sure we have a touch point, we have a family Friday, and it just makes it manageable for us yeah. to keep yeah. up and to keep track with totally. our leaders as well because it's really easy to fall through the cracks. Totally. So I think that's been one of our lifelines. And so I know Brilliant. I've gone really long on the leadership stuff, but I just want, if I could just, just share. one more. And honestly, it <laughs> left me. So hopefully if I stall long enough, no, no. it will come back <laughs> to me. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. It's about youth. Just on our youth leaders, because I mentioned um, people coming in and leaving. One of the things we found really helpful, and I know if you're a youth pastor and you're watching, you struggle with this, is just people coming, signing up, and then you don't see them again. And now we've introduced, so one of the things we do is anyone that signs on for youth, mm. they immediately go on a six-week probation period. Not like, uh, but just for the sake of, hey, how is this the space for you? Because mm. everyone's like, oh, youth, we're going to play, like, it's going to be epic, I'm going to have so much fun. And then they come in like, oh, it's it's hard work. Yeah. It's these young people have real stories. I didn't know it was going to require so much of me. And it also allows us an opportunity to kind of see how you would fit in the team because mm -hmm. we believe in chemistry. We believe in what God's called us to do. And we don't want anyone that's going to be like, I've got my own agenda. I believe God's calling us this way. It's like, no, no, no. We right. are about the vision. Yeah. And after the six weeks, we kind of sit down with the potential leader and go, hey, do you feel like this is a fit? And here's just some of the things we've seen that mm. we think are your strengths. And if you're saying you want to be part of the team, Yes, some areas that we think you just would like to help you grow in again, dealing with like, I want to grow. I want to mm. know more. And we've just seen so much fruit of that. It doesn't always go really well. Some people come in well, and on not, yeah. week six, mm. they're like, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> uh, but then officially we even introduce them to our young people. So all our young people know who the leaders are. It's not just random people walking yes. around like, I don't know who this person mm. is. Yes. Can I talk to them? Why are they talking to me? So we try and make it feel as comfortable as we can for everyone. But just again, setting a standard of like, hey, yeah. maybe this isn't for you. But even part of that mm. is what our number one 
priority or at yeah. least a really high priority is the safety of all yeah. of our kids and young people on um, in our ministries sure. it is super important yeah. for everyone to know that everything is above board mm. everyone that's on team is someone that you can trust yeah and so that six weeks is really telling of the kind of person that we're getting i know it sounds yeah. hectic on the front end really yeah. you know people <laughs> yeah. just want to serve why can't you yeah. but in all of life not everything is a fit and yeah. so that's an opportunity for both parties to be able to say actually this isn't for me or for us to say we've seen this that yeah. doesn't really fit on team because ultimately we can't just have anyone around our young people because it's a really high priority yeah, for yeah. us to make sure that our young people are safe protected especially when they're in our care mm-hmm. um, and we take that really seriously yeah yeah, yeah it's so important yeah. All right. Well, this has been amazing, guys. And uh, there's just been so much gold in here. Last shot. I'm going to give each of you a last uh, opportunity. One thing you want to leave us with before we say goodbye for this episode. Seriously, you kick us off because you're always so good, man. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say that, oh, geez, what do I wrap up with? I just think that kids' ministries, they're so important. It isn't just about playing music in the background and I suppose coloring in and just wasting time for an hour and a half. Mm. It's a real opportunity for at any age to know this Jesus that gave his very best for you. Mm. Um, And so that's what makes it so exciting for me is that every Sunday is an opportunity for us to put Jesus on display and to do it in a fun way that's engaging, but that's intentional. Mm. We want to make sure that everything is Bible based. We're not sharing our own opinions or own, yes, we can share our life experiences, Mm. but we want to make sure that it's based in God's word because that's the only solid foundation we have um, that can never be taken away. And so I'm excited. I'm excited for not only our church, but a whole bunch of other churches to start looking at their kids' ministries to see Mm. what could we elevate? What could we we be more intentional about? Because that space, it's not wasted years. Those are fundamental, foundational years. And Mm. if we get it right on that level, we're so much better for it. Absolutely. Awesome. You know, that was so good. I think I want to build on what you said, and maybe it's not, but uh, you guys will tell me. It's just, I think... In our next-gen space, we can be, oftentimes we can really focus on what we don't have. Uh, yep. If we just had more of this, or we don't have this. Yep. But I, th- I think when we get to a space where we kind of take stock of what we have, and again, just kind of draw the boundary or the border to say, this is what we have. How can we do this mm. well? Like Stephen mentioned, how can we elevate it? Uh, for God's glory. God mm. knows what we don't have. Right. Uh, we, it's not a lack of design. You still desire, but I think we're going to be held accountable to what did you do with what, what you, you had. had. Yeah. Right. And I think yeah. how do we kind of take stock, move back, pray, join some leaders, join some team and go, hey, this is what God's given us. Mm. Are we going to run in our lane, run with what we have to the best of the ability that we can yeah. and that God would be glorified and that young people would be drawn to him. Uh, I just want to kind of for anyone watching, just and I think Sai said it, Sifu said, but just to say it again, like this is not babysitting service. Yep. This is the future of the church. It's not the in the sense of like they're going to be standing on our shoulders, and our desire is that right. the church would go so much further because of the seeds of faithfulness that we sown in mm. the ne- the next generation. Mm. And honestly, that's our desire. How can we equip them, or how can we serve mm. best mm-hmm. to see them go further and. Man, it's always awesome to mm. see families join the church because of young kids saying, yeah. you should come to church. Exactly. Cool story, yeah. Yeah. Kingdoms, like we always talk about, like heaven's going to be populated and how cool it'd be that young kids were like, oh, that's my friend and I told them about Jesus or that's a family yeah. member. I invited them to church. So, yeah, just use what, what you have. Yeah. Do it well. God just calls love us it. to be obedient. Yeah. Not right. perfect. perfect. Yeah, love it. So use it, use it well and God will 
give more. You're if honored. Needed. Yeah, you'll honor your obedience. Incredible. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much. It's just been absolutely awesome <laughs> sitting here at my house, chatting, mm-hmm. eating amazing food. Um, and so appreciative just of all that you guys do. And uh, we pray that this has been something really useful for you uh, watching. Uh, and um, if it's been helpful to you, we'd love for you to share that and uh, as far and wide as, as you'd like. And we pray that it would be a, a resource and a blessing to you in your own church, in your own ministry. And so thank you for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Church Talk.